When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit. I'm Antonio Perez, joined by my co-host, UPenn's finest, Danny Cole. We have another great episode for you guys today. We're going to be doing our NFL midseason picks as of, like, this will be right now. We're not talking about, oh, well, maybe down the line they'll pull things together. No, we're talking if the season ended today, these would be our picks. And we're also going to be talking some NBA action, uh, some surprises so far, roughly 10 to 15 games into the season. Some teams obviously play more than others. Um, and some teams that have clearly been downers, disappointments, um, like the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, but before we get into that, and of course, our money making segment, Danny, how are you doing today? You can go right into summits, plummets, you know, man. Okay. Outside of sports, why did the weather in Philadelphia go from 80 to 40 degrees in like a day? They weren't it playing. Was, it, not playing at all. Yeah. That you, know how, you, know, you, know, you know how Meek said icy like the Flyers? Exactly. Man, uh, that walk icy. from the train station to Klein is no joke. It's no joke, man. It, yeah. It's cold. It's cold. All these – the winds bouncing around on the buildings, it's absolutely freezing. Um, and obviously, like, I'm there early, so you know what I'm saying. But, yeah, I, I feel your pain as a fellow Philadelphia student. Philadelphia person, it's all pain recently. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's going to transition right into my first plummet. It's uh, the city of Philadelphia. Oh, wow. It's uh, you got the weather feeling bad. You got the union losing in overtime and, well, in shootouts. They didn't make a shootout at all. I mean, the Phillies, I wouldn't say they're a complete plummet, like plummet but 
game five, you're down three, two bases loaded and they get out of the jam, man. The series would have been very different if you win game five. There's two times you had the bases loaded in game five and they got out of it. Just can't happen. You can't have, I would say three people realistically showed up this series after, after game three, three people continue to show up. Bryce Harper, obviously. Not even Bryce. Bryce, Bryce, didn't even Bryce show showed up. up. Bryce showed up. Let's get real. Um, Kyle Schwarber showed up, and Alec Boone showed up. No one else. No one else showed up. Reese Hoskins striking out, looking. Cassiano's. I'm not, I'm not even going to get Bo- on him. Boom. Bo- Bo- after game one, Romuto disappeared. Yep. Boom showed up a little bit. Um, Boom gave me something to look forward to next season. I'm very, I'm very pleased with how. And the reason I say Bryce showed up. Look, everyone's getting struck out, but it's a difference if you're Bryce Harper because you go out swinging. I'm fine with that because, like, it's how he plays. We're very used to it at this point. But if you're Reese Hoskins and you are already on the verge of, like, not being back next year and you know your window's closing for a World Series, you have four strikeouts, four strikeouts, and you need, yeah. I, don't, I don't believe he swung on any of the third strikes. That, that That's unbelievable, man. And, I mean, of course, congratulations to the Houston Astros. Um, congratulations to their rookie. I mean, wish our rookie could play that well, but you know, as what it is first, that's, that's my first plummet, man. So both Philly related. However, Jeremy Pena is him. He, yeah, he, he's legit. He's legit. Um, and the Astros, they get another one. I mean, that's what they do. Are they they the Patriots? Are they stoppable? (laughs) What did the Astros make the ALCS last six years? Something like that. Yeah. But the last time the Astros won the World Series, the Eagles won the World Series. So look forward to that. However, my summit is, though, my summit is the Flyers, who have started out the season okay. They're playing tough. I mean, are they like the favorites right now? Obviously not. Will they keep this up? Who knows? But, I mean, they're playing very hard, and it's very nice to see. I mean, I'm not the biggest hockey guy in the world, but I love seeing a Philly team win besides Sixers. But, yeah. yeah. My summit is none other than – the quarterback of the century right now, the quarterback who's really turned things around and is making his counterpart look like dog crap, is Geno Smith. Um, Geno Smith is six and three. He continues continues to make Russell Wilson look bad. Russell Wilson took a shot at a uh, Pete Carroll today because Pete Carroll was praising Geno Smith for winning off the wristband, like calling the plays off the wristband, and Russ was like, "I've won plenty of games without that thing." So. I was like, okay, Russ. Okay, Russ, then go win one. Go win one. Then go uh, I like I like that one though. I like that one. Geno Smith has been he's he's been balling and, and I can't help but feel proud. I mean, I got into football majorly, I would say Russell Wilson's rookie year. So RG three was going insane. Andrew Luck, Nick Foles' rookie year, uh Kirk Cousins rookie year too, believe it or not. Um Brian Tannehill, Brandon Whedon. I remember that whole class. Um, and then the next year, the quarterback class wasn't even close. It, Geno Smith was by far the best one. Okay. You had like EJ Manuel. You had Matt Barkley. Who? Who? Like, of course, everyone knows talk, Matt Barkley. I'm going to tell you about this, right? USC legend, but. Geno Smith, low-key, had the NFL blackballing. When? When because I seen I I seen he went like a month without being signed even though he's like a very sturdy backup but I, I'm not black He was never given the opportunity after playing for the Jets who were 
Adam Gase was the head coach. He was the, the worst head coach of all time. To be fair, in all the spots he was signed, he didn't deserve to start. He went to San Diego. I believe he backed up Phillip Rivers, I'm pretty sure. Um, he was there for those years. Not really going to start over Phillip Rivers. I mean, he was still he was still Phillip, at least for a little bit. He did, I get he what you mean, though. I get what you mean. Start. I feel like he was never given the opportunity to be signed as a starter. To be yeah, I yeah, he was never given the shot to like floor. Like Josh Rosen's a little different. Josh Rosen was horrible off rip like dude wasn't good so it's like oh he never got a chance i'm like well every qb that they end up drafting kyler murray's better than him two is way better than him like he's not gonna find a chance he's not a top 64 quarterback ritter is better than him desmond ritter's better than him he hasn't played an nfl snap i had had a chance to go to the browns and start and he had yeah this would have probably been his best chance i mean to go get some games before deshaun the rapist watson comes back but um yeah, I mean, we're, but speaking of Geno, Geno's obviously been one of the best quarterbacks in football right uh, so far. We're going to roll into our NFL midseason awards. Again, this is as of right now. We're not projecting. We're not – we're talking who is the MVP right now. I have I have a feeling I'll what I know first. you're – you want me to go first? I would okay. say I had a feeling you might go a different route. I think I'm going to go – I think I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. Um, I really, really want to go with Jalen Hurts. Um. Mahomes' numbers are just better. His team isn't as good making the value point stand out. Um, yeah, I, I think I, I just have to go with Mahomes. And I think even, like, Allen is obviously still in the mix. But if Allen – I don't know. Like, the MVP is slowly because, becoming the Heisman race. And if you play bad and you lose, you might, you might be done. But Allen, I can't see him playing that bad again. Uh, he's Obviously, he's one of the two, arguably the best quarterback in football – I'm going to give my MVP to Mahomes. He's been super efficient with the group that he had. Not that his group is bums. I mean, he's he's got some talent over there. He's got MVS. He's got Juju. Obviously, hey, Travis is the best in the Justin game. Justin Watson, Penn's finest. Penn's finest, Justin Watson, who scored a touchdown against the Chargers. Um, he's, he's got some – McCole Hartman, who's on my fantasy team, but he's super inconsistent, so I don't know how I'm going to handle that one. But I think I'd give it to Mahomes at the moment. At the moment, if I didn't know that Josh Allen – potentially can't throw football, I would have gave it to him. But I do know that Josh Allen potentially can't throw football. So I give it to uh, Patrick Mahomes. It's Hertz has been playing nothing short of phenomenal. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he is, what, one fumble in the year that just came in this last game? He's got one fumble lost, and then he has two interceptions all year. And, when- and Absolutely one phenomenal. of the one of the interceptions came off of a uh, Kenneth Gainwell drop drop pass. Yep. The other one was in the rain, and just pretty bad read for pick six. But like you win the game, doesn't matter. Um, you move on. Jalen Hurts has made every candidate. But here's the thing: if the Eagles go fifteen and two, there's no way Hurts doesn't win MVP. What if the Chiefs go fifteen and two? They they're not going to. Who says that? When you have Patrick Mahomes, you should realistically be favored in every single game unless the other team is, like, absolutely better. Like, they weren't – I'm not sure if they were favored or not versus the Bills. But they, the Bills are their toughest opponent, and they already they already lost. It's past them. The hardest games you're going to have beyond this point are divisional games as, it like, they just got the Sunday, the Sunday night flex to play the Chargers. Yeah, the Steelers had that Sunday night game. I was supposed to go out there on Sunday night. I now have to go out there on Sunday afternoon. 
That's a shame. It's it's uh that's Steelers Browns, right? Steelers uh Bengals. Steelers Bengals. Apologies, apologies. Um, well, the Chiefs still have the Chargers on Sunday night. They have the Rams. They have the Bengals. Three winnable games, especially. Um, I think if you we have Chris Jones, so if you have anyone with a slight name to them, they're going to absolutely destroy the Bengals' offensive line. Man, you know what I'm looking forward towards this year? I know it's not really built into our segment. I'm looking ahead and seeing a possible Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl. Andy Reid versus. It's possible. Eagles. That's that. That'd be a that'd be a a Reid Bowl for sure. I mean, I'm still in on Chargers, Eagles. I just need the Chargers to really get healthy, and it's tough. Not I mean, it's not gonna happen. Their team is, their receivers, man, they're bad. Like without Keenan and without Mike, they, well, that's bad. why I said they, they need to get. That's why I said they need to get healthy. Now, this next award, I'm pretty sure we're in on Unison here. That Tyree Kill is the offensive player of the year, and it is not close. He is on. He could, he's. On pace to be he the first die. receiver to average 2,000 receiving yards. Calvin Johnson Jr. didn't even do that. He was 36 yards away, granted. But, wow, like Tyreek Hill already over 1,100 yards. And he played three games without a starting quarterback. I mean, where would he be right now if Tua's brain wasn't turned into mashed potatoes? Like, where where could he be right now? I mean, Tyreek Hill is – he's arguably the best player in football that isn't a quarterback right now. He's, he's him, playing very him, well. Him, bodies, bodies. Yeah, yeah like, literally he's him, 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 her, her, body, bodies. You know what I'm saying? Like – I, he's playing very well, and I don't think this one's really up for debate. I mean, like, look, Saquon's playing like phenomenal, but I think his the way he's doing his thing might be he might more have more of an MVP case type of thing, where he's like the, literally the most valuable player to the Giants' offense because their passing is like absolutely atrocious. But Tyreek Hill, you know, Tyreek Hill, I think should be in the top five for MVP voting at the at the very least. He should. I think no Tyree disrespect, Kill. No disrespect could, to Tua, he should be higher than Tua. Tyree Kill could legitimately have like a brain damage like Tua and play like two more games and still be top five in Opoy. Probably. I mean, let's say he plays two more games, locks up 1,300 yards, and I don't know how many touchdowns he has, but let's say he locks up 1,300 yards. He has and two touchdowns. He has two. That's it. That's all he has. Jalen Waddle is all of the. Red zone touchdowns. And you know, and you know what? Actually, I think that kind of shows towards two is or or Tyree Kill's growth oh, as a receiver. He has three. Sorry. He's even three. But like he used to be the guy, oh, run very far downfield. Someone's going to throw it to you, and you're just going to catch run. But now with Tua's development, Tua has an act to sometimes underthrow the ball. I mean, he's been balling this year, but mistakes are still there. Tyreek goes up and gets the ball. Tyreek makes contested catches on the sideline. He's becoming like a lot of the years, he's like, oh, he's just really fast. No, this dude is a complete wide receiver, and he's arguably the best in the game right now. So, I yeah, we're in complete unison. Tyreek Hill, oh boy. I don't think it's arguable. I think Tyreek Hill. It might as well is be the best. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wide um, receiver? He's the best receiver in the game. And if you're looking at it this way, he's the most dynamic. And here's what I'll say last year, people didn't have a problem putting Cooper Cup at one. I did personally, but but here's the thing: Cooper Cup is not Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill has the speed that people want. They have, he has the explosion. Tyreek Hill and and Tyreek Hill can win anywhere, and he's used everywhere. Um, he's in. He's, yeah, I think we're I think we're underappreciating 
one of the best receivers of all time. I, I legitimately think he's one of the best receivers of all time. I think so. I mean, when you talk, when we talk eras, like the 2010s, it was like Calvin Johnson at first, a little bit of Julio. AB had like an insane Fitz. five year, like, like one of the best five year stretches you're ever going to see in football. And Tyreek Hill's on that right now. Tyreek Hill with two different, com- two completely different quarterbacks. And it's just strange. His old quarterbacks having statistically his best year, and he's having statistically his best year without him. When everyone thought those two were just simply a match made in heaven, it's it's, it's truly beautiful to see. Next one though, I think is a little bit more of an argument, and not like an argument. There's so many different people you can go to for midseason defensive player of the year. Um, I I like Matthew Judon. I mean, he's he's leading the league in sacks right now. He's the anchor to the Patriots defense. Um, and he's got him at he's got him at five and four, despite what's going on on the offensive side of things. Um, of course, they have the other Damian Pierce and um, whatever Tom Brady Jr. starting at quarterback. But I, I think Judon's really holding it down for this defense. Um, yeah, from a value standpoint, I, I think he's huge, man. Red sleeves, red sleeves is getting it done. He's my depoy. My depoy is CJ Garner. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Can't argue against the interceptions. He is leading the league in interceptions. Um, but I'm going to stick with my preseason prediction in um, Micah Parsons. Yeah, I, I think yeah, both of these dudes are playing absolutely phenomenal, man. Like, And there's so much defensive talent in the league right now. Um, I can just say my preseason pick was horrible. <laughs> I thought Aaron Donald was like, going to bounce back, go crazy. No, it's not happening. That was horrible. Um, bad pick, I, very bad pick. I, I was telling you about it. I was like, I don't think Donald's really going to dominate like that. I think I said he'll have like a good year. I thought I, he I could. I thought he could have like an average year for his standards and get away with it. But like, nah, he's just simply not having like these level years of like Judon Parsons, Bosa, um, Garrett. You know, here's the thing: and, Judon Judon's been getting away with having two two and a half three sacks in a game, but there's some games where he's been blanked. So if that happens in the second half, if that happens in the second half, I see Michael Parsons running away with it. Very, it, it very well could be, but I mean that's just kind of how like sack works. Like imagine if someone averaged one sack a game, like they just got to the quarterback once, and what does a quarterback drop back like thirty times a game? If if you got to him once, every single game you'd have sixteen sacks. If you had sixteen sacks for like a fifteen year career, you'd be like considered the greatest edge rusher. In NFL history, all, all, yeah, of all time. So, like, you know, there's gonna be games you bl- like. Brandon Graham got three sacks against the uh, against Washington, and he hasn't gotten one since. I'm pretty sure. So, it's it's kind of slow, bro. Yeah, you I know, I, and, and that what's make that, that's what makes like Judon every, Parsons special. Every time the Eagles need a sack, Hargrave is he's hitting money. the quarterback. He's so money, man. And um, I just wish they could all together have some consistency. But it seems like every game, someone's. Someone's going crazy. Obviously, should, Reddick had a game. Graham had they should have never got rid of him. They should have never gotten rid of him. The Steelers should not have. No, Hargrave, Hargrave's arguably our best defensive lineman this season. I, th- I think he is. Uh, Jordan Davis has been huge in the run game. I can't wait to get him back. But um, So, yeah, Depoy, I mean, you're going Parsons. I think that's a phenomenal pick. I'm going to go with Judon. I think he's still on a good track. Uh, probably going to end up leading the, the league in sacks. I'm pretty sure he's up by three on the next person. Um, I think that's two great picks. I think that's I think that's one everyone could at least get down with. Now, offensive rookie of the year. I don't 
Garrett Wilson would be it if his quarterback wasn't Zach Wilson. Garrett Wilson did not have Zach Wilson. I'd be picking Garrett Wilson right now. He is such a phenomenal talent. And I also be I probably be picking Brees Hall after that if he didn't tear his ACL. But you know, you know how it goes, man. I went first on everything, so you're gonna go first on this one. Kenneth Walker. K9. I like the pick. I like the pick. I mean, he's been picking up. It's this kind of reminds me of like the um Trey Young, Luka Doncic, rookie of the year. Where like some people are like, oh, we should give it to Trey because he was better the second half of the year, but Luka was more consistent the whole year. But in this situation, I think Kenneth Walker is like, he's gonna get the load now. And y'all know how I feel playing. about him. I think he is like phenomenal. Chris Olave has a better chance of winning Opoi than Garrett Wilson. Unfortunately, yes, because he at least has a veteran quarterback who you know what I'm saying? And then like the other two guys who were supposed to be the top two are, are out. I mean, like Landry Brees never Hall plays. Brees Hall would Brees Hall would have Brees Hall would have ran away with it. Would have um, walked away with the award. But unfortunately, Walker will be walking to the award. Yeah. I think I think Kenneth Walker will also end up say end up, no, I think right now he is offensive rookie of the year because he's like won his team games. Like as well as Geno Smith playing. I mean, Kenneth Walker is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, with Charles Cross uh, in that offensive line, like clearly improving from years past with Russell Wilson, or maybe Russell Wilson was the problem. But this is for another time. Um, so yeah, we're both going K nine. Oh no, I love Kenneth Walker. He's um, an absolute unit. Now, defensive rookie of the year. Defensive rookie of the year is also tough. There's so many studs, but I'm gonna go with the corner Jack Jones from the Patriots. So the clear house on defensive awards. Um, d- let me ask you before I get your get your vote. Do you think that playing corner for New England is a is a system thing? Because J.C. Jackson is horrible now. And I mean Jack Jones' he, ball. JC Jackson was hurt. I don't think it's he a got, system thing. He got benched. I mean, that's rough. You're supposed to be Hard. you're getting paid like one of the best cornerbacks in football. He got benched because he was hurt. He got get he got benched because he was getting cooked. If you hurt, you shouldn't well, be out there. Here's the thing corners are not meant to be in man coverage every play. And typically New England gets these develops these corners where they, they look good because they have these safety help over top and they look really good. And then a team will go and put them in man coverage every play. And that's what the Chargers did with J.C. Jackson. And then they were like, damn, he is getting burnt. He is getting cooked. It's because no corner, unless you're Jalen Ramsey, Jair Alexander, Darius Slade, I'm going to put in this list too. Marshawn Lattimore can go toe to toe every single play with a receiver. Like you need a you need a top five corner in the league. And honestly, I would put Trevon Diggs right there. He's really close to going man coverage toe to toe every play. He's he's heavily heavily improved. Um, I'd agree. But yeah, my defensive rookie of the year though is is Jack Jones. He's been a lockdown corner in just his first year. He's a very disciplined corner. And um, I'm not one to really like cite PFF, but PFF has him as one of the five best corners uh, in terms of like passer rating allowed, completion percentage when targeted. He's a unit. <laughs> he is a unit at cornerback for the New England Patriots. Um, so defensive defensive rookie of the year. Who are you going with? Unfortunately, there are politics in the NFL. I would love to say the guy out in Seattle has fallen. 
It's going to be Sauce. Tariq Woolen. It's going to be, so it's going to be Sauce Gardner as the winner. But my D-Roy D right now is Tariq Woolen. He, I like that pick. He single Everyone in the beginning of the season, they're like, oh, my God, the Seahawks secondary sucks. They can't do anything. And the Seahawks went and drafted this crazy, crazy second-round pick name, uh, Kobe Bryant. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, we got a corner. That's and then not they took a corner a couple couple rounds later, and it's Tariq Woolen, six four, runs a four two eight. Just hit, he's the guy. Yeah, Seattle did a great job in this draft, like a super underrated job. I think we're both in a little denial. Like right now, we want to go with someone else, but I think Sauce Gardner is like Thanos, and he's entirely inevitable. Sauce Gardner has been one of the ten, easily one of the ten best cornerbacks uh, in football, and he's he's going with number one receivers from the jump. He's pressing them. He's ready to go. Um, I don't know, man. Tariq Woolen is just he, – he's like that too. Yeah, like, I mean, him, him Jack Jones, like... um, they're, they're, this rookie class of corners is playing amazing. Trent Mc – is it Trent McDuffie? I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of Trent McDuffie. McDuffie. He, he, doesn't get a lot of, he doesn't get a lot of action. He plays absolutely phenomenal when he plays. He's only played 39 coverage snaps. I'm pretty sure he's only allowed to catch. He Even when he comes in, that's not the weak point. You don't want to go to Trent McDuffie. And I was a little lower on him as a slot corner, but like, nah, he balls. He balls for sure. Well, the Chiefs uh, just traded Rashad Fenton, I believe, to uh, the Falcons. I think they wanted to open up more playing time for McDuffie. And it's gonna happen. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna need it, especially in the playoffs when you're gonna have to run into Stephon Diggs. In your own division, you got Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. You know he's never in, but Devontae the Chiefs, Adams. The Chiefs are going to run into Gabriel Davis. That's what they're going to run into again. Absolute, absolute <laughs> unit. Um, yeah. So we're both in the Nile. It's actually Sauce Gardner, but we're going with some other corners. Now, comeback player of the year. I've seen a lot of people go with Geno Smith, but you can't. This isn't most improved. This is comeback player of the year. The person had to have been injured. Geno Smith wasn't injured. He just man, didn't play. It's a shoe in, man. Come on. Is it really Sa a debate? Saquon. Saquon. Saquon Barkley, comeback player of the year. Let's move on to an actual debate. Coach of the year. This could go so many different ways. I I think. Like, I'll, you could go Nick Sariani. He's coaching a perfect team. But, like, the record is perfect, and the team is, like, damn near perfect. They're, they have depth in every single position. They have, like, some top 10 to 15 players in every single position. You know nobody's talking about in the Eagles? Marcus Epps. I love Marcus Epps. Don't ever say that again. Marcus Epps, Marcus Epps and CJ Gardner-Johnson are one of the best safety tandems in the league. But unfortunately, one of them always has to have a breather, so we have to put Kevon Wallace in there, who is absolutely horrible. But, yeah, yeah I, I love – He's mid. He can start No, he's bad, man. I'm he, telling he you. Can, he I can start was, on the Steelers. I could start on the Steelers. No, I'll play. But no, Kavon Wallace, I was very high on him coming out. I was like, oh, like he's he's kind of like Isaiah Simmons. Like he can, but like in the back end type of things, like, oh, he's like Malcolm Jenkins, where he could play in the box, play it back. I don't, I think he got too caught up and trying to be good at both that he's not good at both. Like he's not okay at both either. Like he can't tackle. He did, he's bad with angles and he can't cover. But anyway, back to coach of the year. I think it lives in the NFC East. I think you could go Brian Dable or I think you'd go Nick Seriani. Um, and I'm, I, I won't be a homer. I'm not going to pick them. Not, I'm going to go Brian Dable. The, ta the roster is not talented. The giants are not talented whatsoever, but they could, they could mess around, find themselves in the NFC championship game off grit. 
grit alone because of that's the type of coach Brian Dable is. I'm going to go with the sleeper pick here. Jeff Saturday. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, he, he's going to turn it around. Um, <laughs> he said – he literally goes, I don't know why I'm qualified for this job. Why? He wasn't on the coaching staff, was he? He was at ESPN. Why? <laughs> I don't if know you're hiring any ESPN analyst to be a coach, I would honestly go with Dan Orlovsky. Stephen A. Smith. Oh. No. <laughs> no way. No way. Yeah, but anyway, uh, my pick for Coach of the Year, maybe it's because, like, I think Sirianni's done, like, a, a great job, so he doesn't deserve it because, like, the team's too good. It's Pete Carroll. Oh, I love that pick. I love that pick. He's, he's over-exceeded expectations. People were talking – Oh, is Pete Carroll going to retire? Is he going to be terrible without Russ? And I think what really happened was reverse Tom Brady. The quarterback left. The quarterback played like crap. And the coach decided to play, prove that he's right. But when Brady left originally, Belichick played like he was mid. Well, coach like he was mid, I guess. You know, who, you know who's another, another coach that, that deserves – Heavy consideration, Robert Sala. Yeah, he he's, does. he's done a great job. This defense is absolutely phenomenal. He's winning games in spite of Zach Wilson. You know what's crazy? Now, if he right? really wanted uh, to be coach of the year, he'd throw in Joe Flacco. <laughs> the Jets' real MVP is their strength and conditioning coach. Oh, yeah. There's a guy on TikTok named Challenger Strength. He's a NFL sport and conditioning coach. He said that the, what the Jets were doing in the offseason – Elite, all athleticism, all great strength-based movement. Yeah, I mean, doing it. I mean, look, them them big husky weights will only get you so far. I've told this to brother Brandon plenty of times, and and Brandon did get better. Absolutely, he became an absolutely uh, smarter player, and he was lightning quick to the ball. I mean, Brandon was is one of the best players I've ever played with. But I told him I was like, man, eventually you got to hit the field, you got to hit the speed work. You know, the weights ain't going to do it forever. I'm lucky some people learn that faster than others. And clear proof in the pudding with the with the new New, new Jersey Jets. Um, with the, that's why I'm wearing green today for the Jets. And that's why our podcast is green. You thought it was for the Eagles. No, it's actually for the New York Jets, believe it or not. That's why his walls are green, actually. Exactly. It's not for the Eagles. It's not for the Celtics. Uh, it's for the Mets, baby, the Mets. Anyway. So those are all our picks, midseason NFL awards. We're just going to run down some NBA surprises and downers uh, before we get into our making some money segment. Honestly, uh, everyone knows biggest surprise to Jazz, but I actually want – my biggest surprise is the Cavaliers. I'm going to be honest. I did not have him as the top four team in the East. Uh, I thought – I guess I underrated how good Donovan Mitchell was because I'm so used to the Jazz effect where it's like, Oh, you're putting up these great numbers regular season. You're going to fold come playoffs. Not him personally, but the team. I underrated uh, Donovan Mitchell. I owe him an apology. I wasn't familiar with his game. Uh, the cap, the Cavs could easily find themselves in the finals this year with the upgrade at, at backcourt. Obviously, the star-studded front court, And if Karis LeVert, that X-Factor, if he can just pull some consistency together, this is going to be a, this could be a team that could take down Milwaukee, Celtics, really anybody. Yeah, his team is legit. It's a team that has, like, just full. 
They're they got talent team. and grit. That's a rare combo. That's a team that reminds me of the Boston Celtics last oh, year. Yep. Yeah. And you see, you'll still Except, see. Those you know what the Celtics didn't have? Two seven foot rim protectors. Yeah, we didn't have two Robert Williams, believe it or not. Um, you had one. You had one. We had one, which is listen. Not everybody got one and a half. Hey, you we'll got one and a half. Oh, what Al Horford once again? <laughs> he, he, he can block it once again. He's old man. I don't know, but um, yeah. I the cap the caps have been a huge surprise. Um, and a downer. I don't. I don't even. I want to pick the Lakers so bad, but I knew they'd suck. Um, but yeah, uh, like I said before the show started, um, the Sixers. I mean, Harden goes down. Doc Rivers is still your coach. Embiid is already in midseason form, literally not playing to play, playing to get to the line. Look, Embiid, Embiid's too talented for that, man. Too Way too talented. Generational post moves for you to just, like, Escape to the line. Like, I don't like that. I mean, Tyrese Maxey's balling. That's cool. Um, but they really need to fire Doc Rivers if they want a serious – like, like do do what the Phillies did. Fire head coach. Pick up an assistant. Go on a crazy run. Find yourself in the NBA Finals, and then you lose the Golden State Warriors. Kind of like what the Celtics did last year. Except, you know, fire our coach. Um, Ime just got it together. He may have it together because he's having a great time in, with the training staff. That's why. Yeah, bro was loving the vibes in, in the Celtics organization. He, he was surely he was loving. He was sure loving something. Yeah, definitely. Um, I really hope he wasn't doing Jason Tatum's mom. That would stink. But um, it was bad enough to get him suspended. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So who's your surprises, downers, to, uh, before we get into some making money? I think there's a team that nobody's talking about recently. It's Miami Heat. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about it. Talk about it. Because I see the record not looking good. I mean, they don't play the worst games. Like, recently they lost 101-99 to Pacers. Sped loss. But they beat the Warriors. They beat the Kings. Warriors stink. They might be the biggest downer so far this year. I just didn't want to pick them because everyone would pick them. So. Yeah, I think the Warriors are probably one of the base downers. They'll get it together. Um, I hope so. You have Steph Curry, so you better they, get they it together. They are they're in a hangover for from. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, you gotta play the young guys. You don't got the depth. You don't got Gary Payne coming off. You don't got Juan coming off. You know what I'm saying? Who? Clay Thompson. Clay. Uh, he's oh, Juan Toscano Anderson. Yeah, I wasn't even gonna try his last name. I know he's on the Lakers now though, but. I mean, Draymond Green's only a year older. I mean, Clay Thompson's only a year older and off the two injuries, and Jordan Poole was playing like a like, – Like a pool. Like a pool. Yeah, yeah, like an empty pool. <laughs> He's playing like a skating rink. Um, yeah. Jordan Poole is not wet. Yeah. To – yeah, to put it simply. But let's make some All money. All right. It is the time of the day to get some money. It's time to make some money. And all my picks are coming from the same game. So, you know, same game parlay. Y'all know how that goes. Seattle versus the Bucks. The Bucks are three-point favorites at home. I'm taking Seattle spread. I'm taking Seattle money line. And I'm taking K9 anytime score. I'm loving all three. I'm, I'm very high on the Seahawks. Oh, by the way, last week's picks. I didn't hit on Travis Kelsey anytime. I did, though. I hit on Bears 
plus five and a half. And I hit on Seahawks money line, so I'm rocking with the Seahawks again. I'm going to rock with the Seahawks a lot. Do you remember who were my picks last week? Um, Honestly, I, I'm not even going to lie to you. I can't remember right now. Um, I cannot remember the picks last week. But I will go with some different picks this week. I'm going to go same game parlay for you as well. I'm taking Giants covering the spread against the Texans. Saquon. What's the spread? I know it was high. I was looking at it earlier. I think it was pretty. It was six, pretty high. Six and a half. Six and a half. Uh, that's not, that's not too high. I would get down with that. Not, yeah, I'll not too high. That. That's not too Giants high. covering six and a half against the Texans. Saquon anytime touchdown. Money. And it's, the Giants money line. Saquon is Thanos. He's in him. So Thanos. Saquonos. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna actually do one more. Bonus. Go as far as to say Saquon will score two touchdowns. Ooh. Well, if y'all want to put that on your parlay, y'all can. Uh, Anyone's getting two touchdowns, go with K9 and really up your same games. Crazy thing is, I have both of them on my fantasy team. So it's a it's a dub either way. I have CMC and Derrick Henry on my fantasy teams. And that's I, a four-man four league. No, no, it's it's this crazy PPR league. No kickers, no defense. Um, super flex, so like extra quarterback, and like the points system is just like insane. So everyone was going with quarterbacks early. Like I was going to draft Jalen Hurts in like the third round or second or third round. I thought I was going to be able to get him there, and I didn't. It gets some. I think I picked third. Someone went with Josh Allen. The next pick was Jonathan Taylor. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting Christian McCaffrey. It loops back around to my pick, and I'm like, oh my god, like, I'm going to get Derrick Henry. Both. I mean, look, I'm winning. I'm not first in my league right now. I had some pretty bad losses when they were on the bye, but. Best believe we're going to make a win. That's everything we have for you guys today. Thank you all for tuning in. Danny, do you have anything to say before we get going? Kyrie. Got to get together, man. Kyrie Irving. I watched everything. I have no opinion, nor do I have the platform to get canceled. Just know I love you. I always will. You'll always be my favorite player. Antonio Brown, you made Kyrie your Twitter profile picture. You're pretty Ant- ironic. Antonio, Antonio Brown, Kanye West, Kyrie Irving, Aaron Rodgers, they're all going to make a group. If it's a Donda sports group. Oh, my God. Well, we know how that went. But, again, thank you all for tuning in. And make sure you guys have a great day. Stay tuned. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.